You're listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. To daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 29th of February 2024, we will speak with Ben Clark from TMS Capital to get his take on the day on the markets, including a milestone for Bitcoin. But first, to the retail landscape, where retail sales, according to the Bureau of Statistics, rose 1.1% in January. But does that mask the true state of the sector? For more, I spoke with AMP senior economist Diana Messina. There's been a lot of volatility in the retail data in Australia. In November, there was a big increase because the Black Friday sales in December, spending then fell. So the rebound in January really only partly reverses the fall in December. So you need to look through this volatility. And the way to do that is either to average out growth over the past few months and to look at things at the three-month average basis. I think that that's really the best way. That shows you that retail spending has pretty much gone nowhere for the past few months in Australia. The actual nominal value of retail spending is back where it was around September. So the retail sector is in a pretty weak position in Australia. So for an example, given that numbers are up this um, in this latest result, are consumers buying more or are they just spending more money for the same amount or the less amount of goods and services? Consumers have redirected their spending to periods when they get the discounting. So nominal spending did go up in November when the sales were on, but the consumers brought forward the spending that they normally would have done in December into November where, where they were able to access those sales. So, of course, consumers still have to spend on the retail sector because you still have to buy a certain amount of essential shoes, clothes, you know, items for your family and spending on food as well, which is actually a massive category in the retail data. But the pace of that spending has slowed in the past six months relative to where we were a year or two ago. If you look at annual growth in retail spending, it's running at just over 1%. I mean, that's, that, that's quite low, especially considering that per capita or per person, that means that real spending per person is actually going backwards. We know that the government's tax cuts, stage three tax cuts, are coming into effect from July the 1st. Given there's going to be a little bit more money in uh, consumers' pockets, do you think that'll add to retail sales? There's a lot of different factors that are going to impact consumers this year. So, yes, the tax cuts that start from the 1st of July will allow consumer incomes to rise a little bit. But don't forget that you don't get that whole tax break back in one hit the maximum tax break that you get is about $4,500, but that will be spread over the financial year. So that could help. At the same time, you have to take into account the fact that interest rates have risen uh, by 425 basis points. So if you have a mortgage, the share of your income that you're paying back on your mortgage has risen to a multi-year high because of the cumulative impact of those of those rate hikes. Same time, inflation has come down, which will help cost of living issues. Uh, but the labour market's going to weaken. So if the unemployment rate goes up, consumer incomes are going to be under more pressure because more people will be unemployed. So if you take all of these things into account, I think that the overall backdrop for the consumer this year actually looks weaker than it did last year, mainly because the labour market's going to weaken. So consumer incomes are not going to be as strong as where they were a year ago. So finally, what does this all mean for monetary policy? Well, I think today's retail figures don't really change much for how the RBA is thinking about the state of play in the economic environment. They, the RBA uh, is of 
the view that the retail environment uh, has has weakened, that consumer spending has softened. I think, if, if anything, today's data probably reinforces the need to hold interest rates steady at, at the March meeting. Uh, but I do still think that the Reserve Bank is going to be a bit cautious and probably keep their hiking bias in there just out of sake of being concerned that if they don't have that in there, consumer inflation expectations may start to rise again and you may see this renewed surge in inflation expectations and probably also don't want to fuel the housing market too much further uh, out of concern that that could lead to inflation down the track as well. So not really major implications for monetary policy, but it probably just does reinforce that the Reserve Bank needs to hold rates steady for now. That is Diana Mussina, Senior Economist at AMP. Now... Market Day on the SBS On The Money podcast. To the Australian share market now, which actually hit a record high during the session, but by the close, finished higher by 0.2%. For more, I spoke with Ben Clark from TMS Capital. Well, it's we're seeing this continued buying the dip mentality. The market's opened lower again and had a bit of a negative lead overnight, but we're seeing money coming in off the sidelines Clearly, I think there's institutional money still feeding into the market at the moment. And I think that's largely been driven in the shorter term by a better than expected series of earnings announcements. So speaking of earnings, we spoke about retail sales in detail with an economist earlier, but today Harvey Norman posted a sharp fall in half-year earnings and sales, but its share price has really outperformed. Can you tell us why? Yeah, so during earnings season, it's not about whether the result is good or bad for the share price. It's about expectations versus reality. The market expected Harvey Norman's result would be down about 30% in terms of profit versus 12 months ago. And it's actually come in around 24% lower um, than 12 months ago. So what we've seen is a kick in the share price because the expectations were exceeded. Now, What is interesting is that this wasn't driven by sales. Sales were broadly in line with what the market was expecting. It's been driven by costs. Margins were better than expected. And that's a theme we've seen right throughout this reporting season. Um, Harvey Norman is the last of the majors uh, to report in terms of retailers. Combined, what do you think they all say about the consumer at the moment? Yeah, my, my take on it is that the consumer is holding up better than expected but this consumer spending is becoming more targeted. So I've listened to some results, like Tyro was probably one as an example, where they really caught out a big drop off in hospitality spend. But then from other retail facing businesses, they're saying sales are holding up okay. So I think consumers are still spending, they're just being more careful about what they're spending on. Any other profits that you saw today? Yeah, I thought Ramsey Healthcare was an interesting one because this has been a pretty sought-after growth stock for many years. It then fell into all sorts of issues through COVID with a lot of problems in hospitals, etc. And it's come out of the, the, the virus shutdowns and all of the problems with hospitals with too much debt on its balance sheet and a bloated cost base. And it's, had, it's, taking, it's taking time to work through that. The result today was interesting because the result I thought was actually pretty poor but the share price has jumped. And I, I think that, that often signals that there's people looking to buy it and maybe sentiment was about as bad as it's got. So that could be one that could keep going. Um, I know a lot of people in the markets don't necessarily like talking about Bitcoin, but it did surge 10% overnight, hitting an Australian dollar record. I just want to get quickly your take. It's getting harder not to talk about it. It's, it's been one of the best assets to own this year. 
I think it's really a combination of globally, there's this risk on mentality that has taken hold in 24. And, and Bitcoin is a risk on sort of investment. And then, of course, you've got the opening up of ETFs. So there's probably some institutional capital which is starting to flow into it. And that will be helping with the price. Final thing, where do you see the opportunities for investors? Opportunities are fewer and further between than they were 12 months ago. I think you've got to be much more stock specific now. Um, I think you want to be looking for businesses where they've got some variables that are outside of their control that are hurting them, but they're doing all they can internally to continue to improve and grow the business. A couple of examples, Seek um, would be one and IDP Education would be another. So still target good quality businesses, but you've got to be more selective. That is Ben Clark there from TMS Capital. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.